0: Monday night edition of Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel, all presented by Stateside Vodka. Go to statesidevodka.com. Use that keyword, Jacob, get 15% off of your next vodka soda order. That's on statesidevodka.com. Big show for us on a Monday night as John McMullen makes his way back to the Philadelphia region. Uh, From Detroit, we'll talk about the NFL trade deadline, the offensive line kicked ass yesterday, according to Barrett Brooks, we'll get Johnny Mack's reaction, the running game, 46 times they carried the football, and of course, John McMullen's full recap and deep dive. And what was the best moment in yesterday's game? We'll answer that question before we leave the show tonight. Action-packed, a lot to get into our 30-minute show. Johnny Mac, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Yeah, successful business trip for the Philadelphia Eagles,
1: certainly. I mean, you you, you can't uh, – you can only play who's on the schedule, Krause. So a lot of people, and and rightfully so, are talking about uh, the Lions and 0-18. How bad are they? You know, 2008, I think it was, when they won 0-16. You're starting to to get some of those comparisons. But, look, it's not the Eagles' fault. They were on the schedule. They were on the schedule. Uh, They played poorly. The Eagles took advantage. Successful business trip. That said, I'm not sure how, how much you can take from it because while you give them credit, I don't think it's mutually exclusive to say, you know, this is, this type of football game is not sustainable moving forward. Sunday, it starts Sunday with the Los Angeles Chargers. It's obviously you got to take a different tack. It's going to be a much different game against a much better foe. So we'll see. We'll see how much they can take out of this game. I'm not sure what you can take out of it, to be honest. Bit of well, an outlier.
0: One, you know, the one thing that they potentially could – Continue uh, going into the game this week as they can continue uh, to run the football. Um, 1985
1: Philadelphia baby, I yeah. love Stasis. I love Johnny Mac. There is a stasis in this town that never expires. Look, it's not sustainable. Now, maybe the Chargers are not good uh, defending the run, so maybe you can go another week. Maybe you can go two weeks. Maybe you can go three weeks not sustainable long-term. And that's one of my biggest concerns. It's You go all the way back when Jeffrey Lurie fired uh, Doug Peterson, he made that statement of we're on different pages. Doug wants to win football games. You, You know, I'm paraphrasing. We think this is a transition phase. We're going in a different direction. Another word for rebuilding. You hire a new head coach, guess what? He's trying to win football games. He said that after the game. This is the best way to win a football game against the Detroit Lions on Halloween. Um, It's funny because every coach in this league is just worried about winning on that particular game day. Nick Sirianni not any different. And we've talked about this whole season in a bigger sense, in a macro sense, not a micro sense, in a macro sense, figuring out what you have at the quarterback position. Did you get further to that goal on Sunday in Detroit? I asked that question to you. I asked it to the fan base. I didn't get any closer to it.
0: What would you see from Jalen Hurts? Not a lot in the passing game, but – he was electric on offense uh, with his legs. Um, he made a couple of big runs that in some ways, I don't want to call them backbreakers because the game was so lopsided, um, but he did make a couple of great runs uh, himself. Uh, what was your overall impression of Jalen Johnny Mack? Uh, on well, I,
1: I, I know he can run the football. That's not that's not a concern. Yeah. Um... That's the one thing we know he can do. Can he throw the football consistently? Nine of fourteen, 103 yards. Longest throw was 19 yards. Really, the only effective receiver was Dallas Goddard. Um, six receptions to him. One each to Quez Watkins, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Rager. But that's it. Um, then Garrett Minshew came in for a couple completions. Uh, late in the game and mop-up duty in the route. I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, you know, I you, the 24-hour rule. Where are we? Uh, we're past 24 hours, right? So, so one o'clock game. About four o'clock, we're now past 24 hours. It's time to look ahead. It's time to look to the Los Angeles Chargers. Enjoy the win. Look, there's two, there's two questions here. Either the Eagles already understand they're moving on uh, and going in a different direction at quarterback next season, and they're just going to try to get through this season as best they can, or they're doing a disservice to Jalen Hurts by limiting what he can do offensively.
0: I know you mentioned yesterday on the live postgame show, at least I think you mentioned it last night, uh, Johnny Mack. You talked about the first seven plays, and I think you referenced Sirianni as mentioning that in the postgame press conference, and I think he broke it down where he was looking to run the ball five out of the Uh, five out of the seven times. So he was going to run the ball five times and throw the football uh, two times. If consistent with that theory expanded across the entire game, Jalen threw the football as many times as he was supposed to in that football game. I don't know whether or not he missed receivers down the field. Um, You know, perhaps you have a thought on that, but he threw what was called.
1: Um, well, I, I think a lot of people uh, don't understand uh, scripted plays. Nick Sirianni likes to call them openers. You could be, you know, there's this mentality, and Bill Walsh really started it, script the first 15 plays. You're generally off script by the first third down. That's, you know, then you're into your third down menu. So there are some coaches that, are more disciplined about it and they'll go back to the, the 15 plays when, when, when it starts the second drive, but it's not necessarily in order. It's not 15 consecutive plays. Um, And you look at it and that was Nick's plan, right? Uh, You know, he, he confirmed it on the record. First seven plays were going to run it five times because they were trying to take advantage of what, Uh, Detroit is really not good at and that's pretty much everything but that's what they centered on so that was the game plan however the first play was a pass to Devontae Smith who dropped the football wasn't Jalen Hurts's fault Devontae Smith dropped the football that's play one play two Boston Scott off right tackle there's your run Five yards, you're on third down. You're off script. You're off script. Third down play is a pass. Incomplete to Jalen Rager. You punt the football. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily unfold the way you want it to unfold when you talk about scripted plays or openers, and there's a perfect example. And when the Eagles got the ball back the second time, First play, pass, short right to Dallas Goddard. Three, three of the first four plays are passes. That's how it ended up. Then they start running the football, and and they do it successfully uh, throughout the whole game. So, uh, you know, they went in with the mindset of the Detroit Lions can't stop the run. Uh, they were correct. They took advantage of it. As I said, it was a business trip. Um they 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 won the football game forty four to six. Now, <laughs> when you're a coach, look, it's great. You want to hang. That's the biggest win. That's the easiest win And Nick Sirianni's young coaching career as a head coach, obviously. But you want to take some things out of it, and you could tell after the game, and you know, they weren't happy with how they threw the football in in the limited times they did throw the football and that's been pretty consistent this entire year and that's the problem you go to the Chargers they're a good team they're not a great team they can't stop to run but they do have Justin Herbert who's going to sling the ball all over the place so you can't run 46 times against the Chargers because they're going to score some points so at some point Nick Shariani was talking about the evolution of this offense and Jalen Hurts. At some point, Jeffrey Lurie is correct. You got to see the evolution of the passing game to have a consistent offense in the modern NFL. It's just the way it is. It's not eighteen. It's not nineteen eighty-five. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Got to throw the football. Didn't have to throw it against an 0 and team. You're going to have to throw it on Sunday.
0: Johnny Mack, what should we expect from Jalen Hurts? He is what 12 starts into his football career. I've always believed that these young, high draft pick, first round quarterbacks that come into the league are rushed into the starting lineup with big, fat expectations and no time to sit, watch, mature, and learn?
1: Well, sometimes you're right, obviously. Patrick Mahomes, a uh, perfect example of a guy you've got to sit, go back a little bit further. Aaron Rodgers got to sit for a number of years waiting for Brett Favre. Um, and everybody is going to point to those two guys because they've had such success. On the other hand, you look at yesterday. You look at the Sunday night game. You know, Cooper Rush, able to go in and win a football game. Now, you know, Minnesota Minnesota gave him a lot of help. Minnesota's coach, Mike Zimmer, really poor performance, but he threw for 300 yards. Guy's never started a game before. Um, the New York Jets, you know, Zach Wilson gets hurt. Uh, white comes in, throws for, I think, 400 yards. Um, look, there's going to be inconsistency. That's not the problem. There's going to be mistakes. That's not the problem with young quarterbacks. You, you can live with that. If you see that evolution, When it comes to the passing game, the Eagles are going backwards. And the question is, why are they going backward? Are they going backward on purpose to limit, um, to protect the quarterback? We've been talking about this for weeks. Or Or are they going backward because of the quarterback? Neither is good. The the latter is probably worse, but man, I know I know people are not going to want to hear this. I know I'm going to get killed. Forty four. Everybody wants to celebrate. You can celebrate. Have <laughs> knock yourself out. Have a stateside vodka. It's forty four <laughs> to six, but it's not sustainable. I mean, anybody who thinks this is sustainable against an average team, never mind a good team, is nuts. So I'm sitting there. What is going on? Why can't you get the football to Devontae Smith? Why can't you get the football to Quez Watkins? Why can't you get the football to Jalen Rager? Um, Dallas oh, is, it Dodd- the, is it the
0: quarterback or is it the is it the quarterback or the or the receivers?
1: Well, when you see Devontae Smith drop the football, look that's that's a receiver problem. But long term, you saw C.D. Lamb again. I'll go back to the Cowboys. He had a big drop in a big situation. You know, they go right back to him, and then he's making big plays. Same with Amari Cooper. Uh, You know, receivers drop the football. Not everybody's Chris Carter. Receivers occasionally drop the football. Doesn't Doesn't mean you can't go back to him. I will say, Devontae Smith, because I'm not, you know, I, I don't think Jalen Rager is a good player at this point. I think Wes Watkins is just, eh, okay. But Devontae Smith, if he was with name your quarterback, he'd put up some numbers. You'd see the occasional drop, as you do with a C.D. Lamb type, but he would be putting up some numbers. He's not putting up numbers in this offense. I, you know, if you're asking what the problem is, I'll. I'll I just wonder it. if it,
0: I, I, I just stay, wonder I'll, if too I'll much. I wonder if too much, John, if too much fault is being put on Jalen Hurts, and not enough expectation for the playmakers to make plays on okay. offense. well.
1: Wow. I don't know how you can make plays if the football's not coming your way. I mean, I don't don't know. You you throw the football 14 times. Um, Devontae Smith had, I think, three targets. Let me... uh, Three targets. Uh, I mean, that's, that's your number one on Nick Sirianni's play card. The guy with more plays on that play card than any other player is number six, Devontae Smith. And he got three targets. I uh, yeah, I how do you make plays? You know, every receiver in this league is needs a vehicle to get him the football. Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, who's having a career year because Matthew Stafford's with the Rams. Um, they all need a vehicle to get them the football. Um, Devontae Smith, he can be disappointed all you
0: want. He doesn't have the vehicle to get them the football. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel live here. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. It's John McMullen's full recap uh, of the Eagles-Lions game. A win is a win. We'll take it and then start to look ahead uh, a little bit later on in the week for the next game uh, on Sunday. Uh, John, uh, Jordan Howard was a punishing uh, runner uh, yesterday. Um, He... Prior to coming to Philadelphia, he had success in this league. Uh, He was cut, picked back up, put on the practice squad, and then activated uh, for the game or brought up and then activated yesterday. He's a good runner. He's a strong runner. He's a good football player.
1: Well, he has been in the past. He certainly was in Chicago. I think people forget his first uh, go-round. He's at three now, but his first go-round in Philadelphia uh, was Miles Sanders' rookie season. I, I think people forget.
2: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
0: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point.
2: the meeting was canceled and your team will go home champions. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
3: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
1: that's uh he he took over uh miles sanders was the starter early in the season was ineffective uh jalen hurts took over the so-called rb1 job he won the job he was really effective and then he got that stinger injury and he was out for the season um and you know then he signed in Miami. Uh, to Miles' credit, he came on late in that season, performed a lot better, took over, uh, took the job. Jordan Howard uh, was uh, performed very poorly in Miami as a free agent, was cut, came back to Philadelphia, uh, and then resigned. Jordan was very honest. He was very honest, did not have a lot of interest, uh, thought his career might be over. Um, and the Eagles said, all right, we'll bring you back. Uh, and he was very effective in training camp. Looked like he was going to make the team. Ultimately, the COVID rules give you that opportunity to put a veteran player on the practice squad. Uh, the Eagles went that route. Uh, haven't needed him to Miles' injury, and you got to give him credit. He, he performed very well. Um, Again, against a bad opponent. you got to put the context in there. you got to be realistic. Nobody wanted Jordan Howard in the offseason. So was it a mirage? I don't know. We're going to get to see next week. Again, the Chargers are not good defending the run, but they're a better football team um, overall. They're going to make things a little bit more difficult just because they're going to be able to score some points. So you're going to have to do a little bit – Uh, different things on the offensive side of the football. Is Jordan Howard going to be a long-term part of this team? No, he's not. I I mean, he's here, he's playing because Miles is injured, um, and Miles is expected to be out for about three weeks. He was put on injured reserve. The Eagles don't expect him to be out for very much longer than that. It might be just the three games. It might be four, but it won't be much more than that. So is he a long-term part of this team? No, but did he perform when the Eagles needed him? Yes, he performed very well.
0: NFL trade deadline tomorrow, Johnny Mack, I think you referenced or mentioned um, you don't anticipate or expect uh any dealing, or I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what's your, but what what what's your thought on this? The eve of the trade deadline, will there? Who's calling Howie right now uh, for Andre Dillard or 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 Miles Sanders or Fletcher Cox? Is anybody calling? And is there any scenario where any of that stuff could work itself out?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think people are trying to lowball the Eagles for Fletcher Cox, see if they can get them for a day three draft pick. And, uh, you know, the Eagles are going to take a pretty significant cap hit, cap hit if they move Fletcher Cox right now. So they're not going to do it unless they get sort of what um, Denver was able to get uh, for Bond Miller today, which is pretty significant draft capital. That's why I don't think Fletcher is going to go. A lot of teams are going to be interested in Andre Dillard. Depends how high they get. If you get into a day two pick, I think the Eagles would seriously consider it. By day two, I mean a third round pick. If they can get that, I think you have to seriously consider uh, trading Andre Dillard. Now that Lane Johnson seems back on track, uh, there's really no role for him at this particular time and he's significantly elevated his value. Miles is on injured reserve. He can't be traded. Um, So throw that one out the window at this particular time. Similar to what happened to Zach Ertz last year at the trade deadline. Probably would have went, but he was injured. Uh, So the Eagles couldn't move him at that particular time. Um, And they won the game. So, you know, that seventh spot, is going to be a bad football team in the NFC. And everybody's in it. Carolina's in it. I think Carolina would be in the playoffs today at four and four. They would be the seventh team in the AFC. And remember, the Eagles are three and five, and they beat Carolina. So they have the tiebreaker. So as bad as this season has gone, the Eagles are right in the mix for that last, last playoff berth and the one guy always focused on making a lot of sense to go would be steve nelson but you know he's playing well i don't see why the eagles trade him because they're still in it and they can still go for that last playoff spot
0: johnny mack uh, what kind of numbers did fletcher have in the game uh yesterday
1: uh, well remember uh And when you look at the snap counts from yesterday, they're, you know, throw them out because it was such a blowout. Everybody played. Everybody played. Gardner Minshew played. Andre Shashure played. Um, Everybody. Tay Gowan played, who they just acquired in the Zach Ertz trade. So because it was such a, a blowout, the Eagles could afford to rest some of their starters Lectric Cox way down in snap counts. Um, and it just had to do with the route. So I think he finished uh, with one tackle. I think he had a quarterback hurry. Um, so, I mean, statistically, I mean, I think he played 27 snaps somewhere. In yeah, that I point. mean, I
0: wasn't somewhat it, – it just – I didn't hear his name often yesterday at a time when the defense – when all you heard were the defensive names yesterday, you know, on the front four getting to golf, pressuring Goff, sacking Goff, beating up on Goff, in Goff's face. And I just didn't hear, I, I just didn't hear Fletcher. And not that it really matters and it's relevant or irrelevant. I just didn't hear it and just didn't know.
1: Yeah. They had six sacks, seven tackles for loss, 12 hurries. Um, so everybody got involved. Josh Sweat. Um, probably the most notable because he had the two sacks. Um, Milton Williams got a game ball. Nick Sirianni uh, confirmed today. So he had his best game as a pro. He had not been playing well. So that was a positive step. Derek, Derek Barnett got his first sack of the season. Teron Jackson, rookie, got his first NFL sack. Son Ridgeway got home. Look, bad football team. Detroit Lions, bad football team. So I go back to what I said at the start of the show. Give the Eagles credit. Business trip took care of business. But it's not mutually exclusive. You can also point out that's the worst team in the NFL. Maybe Houston could be in the conversation. um, But that's a bad football team,
0: Detroit. John, did you see anything in the game yesterday, anything at all that represented a an issue as far as the Eagles were concerned? Did we miss it enjoying the uh, – Yeah, the quarterback. Enjoying the, win, enjoying the points. What did the, we miss? The quarterback. The quarterback can't throw the football.
1: Consistently, to anyone other than Dallas Goddard. Uh, And that's with the help of, for the first time this year, of a significant running game. So, you know, in theory, a running game is supposed to be the best friend of the quarterback, and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse from week to week to week. I This is the modern NFL. This is not 1980. This is not 1985. This is not Mike Zimmer coaching this football team. Jeffrey Lurie is right when he says you have to have a top-tier passing offense to have consistent success, consistent success in the NFL. He is 100% percent correct well why does it are... mean you can't win here or there but if you want to go to where you want to go and everybody wants to go to the same spot look there's a reason people get obsessed with quarterbacks in this league there's a reason people talk about Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and most of all Tom Brady I mean think about The final four. Think about the playmakers. Look deep in the playoffs. Look at the AFC champions. Look at the Super Bowl champions. Look at the MVP. Look at what Derek Carr did to the Eagles in the week prior. I mean, I don't know how else to lay it out for people. You have to throw the football. If you're going in, if you're lucky enough to make the playoffs and you're going into Green Bay and you're going to be facing Aaron Rodgers, good luck running it 46 times. Good luck. It's going to work.
0: If Jalen Hurts had a star on his helmet and was the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys – And had the weapons that Dak has in that offense, would Jalen Hurts be a better quarterback?
1: Oh, he'd be a better quarterback. But not nearly the quarterback Dak Prescott is. Not nearly. I mean, Dak Prescott is... He has turned into a legitimate MVP candidate. Remember, Dak Prescott is a rookie. As a rookie. uh, I... Won 13 games. That was, you know, Dallas went, uh, was very good that season. Uh, I completed about 68% of his passes, 3,700 yards as a rookie. Now, surprised a lot of people. Uh, Since then, you know, you go to 2019, he threw for almost 5,000 yards, 4,902. I mean, Dak Prescott is a big time quarterback, big time quarterback. But you look at last night, Dak Prescott not able to play. Cooper Rush, who the hell's Cooper Rush, right? He throws for 300 yards. Yeah, they have talent. I mean, they have CD Lamb, they have Amari Cooper, they have Cedric Wilson. They can run the football, they have a good offensive line, they have talent. But I mean, You got to take off the Eagles' glasses if you're going to compare Jalen Hurts to Dak Prescott, because Dak Prescott belongs in the conversation with those other quarterbacks Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady. He's an MVP
0: candidate. If Dak Prescott was wearing an Eagles uniform in 2021, and he was the starting quarterback on this football team, and he had Quez Watkins and Jalen Rager and Devontae Smith as his weapons, would Dak Prescott be having a monster year eight games into the season?
1: No, probably not. But Devontae Smith, we talked about those numbers. Devontae Smith would have some numbers. Um Quez Watkins would look better. Jalen Rager would look better. Dallas Goddard would probably be having a huge year. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a better player. I mean, that's that's some Eagle glasses on there, Krause. Those are not comparable players. Now, you you go, there are certainly levels, and if you don't have uh the playmakers other than Aaron Rodgers, who elevates everybody uh, to a certain extent. Um, Yeah, I mean, even Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady looks better now with Mike Evans and Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin than he did his last couple of years in New England. But if you look at his last couple of years in New England, still found a way. Maybe not as aesthetically pleasing, still found a
0: way. Good stuff. That's the
1: difference between those types of quarterbacks.
0: Good stuff from John McMullen here on Football 24 7. Johnny Mac, before I let you go, I do want to get you to comment on um, the best moment of the game yesterday came after that Darius Slay touchdown. And then Avante Maddox, I guess, requested the football from Darius so he could give that football to his father, who was uh, who was there at the game. Just yeah. a great moment.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, Avante, it was a great moment because Darius Slay is not from Detroit, but Detroit became his home, uh, sort of his second home. Played there for his first seven seasons. Avante is from Detroit, went to high school in Detroit, has a Lions tattoo, uh, loves Detroit sports, always loved it growing up. So you had those two teaming up. Avante Maddox punches the football out from uh, DeAndre Swift, who ironically is from Philadelphia. Um, Darius Slay picks it up, goes for the touchdown. Um, And Avante said, you know, do you mind if I take the ball and Slay said, yeah, yeah, take it. And he gave it to his father, who obviously was, was a big uh, big part of growing up and the fact of, of encouraging Avante, who also, by the way, invited um, his old high school football team to the game. So they were all there. Um, so it was a big, big day for Avante Maddox and Darius Slay. Uh, the Detroit guys coming home, so to speak, and they both performed at a, at a really,
0: really high level. Good stuff. Great moment for Avante's dad. And a nice job by, da- uh, by Darius Slay. Uh, Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Right back in the seat tomorrow, right, Johnny Mac, for Birds uh, 365. Jody Mac and Johnny Mac in a rare appearance this week, as Jody Mack is flushing out the rest of the week, I believe. So we're working through that process uh, right now to figure out uh, Birds 365 for the rest of the week. Yeah, Jody Mack's going to
1: Florida. He's got a wedding. got a wedding. So tomorrow, that'll be the only day you get us this week, Jody and and, and Johnny Mack together. We're gonna have Dave Zangaro, Rob Matty on. So good show tomorrow. We already got that locked in. And then the rest of the week, I'm out for COVID testing. So yeah, we're gonna see what happens on, on on Thursday and Friday. Is Joe Krause gonna be in the seat?
0: We don't know. We may pull somebody off of the we may pull we may pull somebody, one of our big subscribers, <laughs> off the box and put them in the seat. We'll see what happens. But uh, we will program the, we will program the time slot. We will be live, of course, Birds 365 with Jody Mack uh, and John McMullen. Great work, Johnny Mack in Detroit. You get some home cooking this week. You can um, uh, enjoy the uh, link uh, this week and then right back on the road uh, the following week uh, as the month of November opens up with the Eagles. On the doorstep of the playoffs. Yeah,
1: how about that? Of course, everybody's on that doorstep. But enjoy it. You know, people are going to get
0: mad at me. Enjoy it. We will. You know me, Johnny Mac. I want to feel good about going into the game uh, on Sunday. That's going to do it for this live edition of Football 24-7 on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. On behalf of John McMullen, Xander Krause, and all of our viewers and subscribers,
2: That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.